Show us your tips. Weekend preview time. Beaver and Daggy with you to get stuck into the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes card from Flemington and the Expressway card from Randwick. Just a card, I guess, but uh, I think there's some winners there. Beaver, you're good, mate. All good, mate. There's winners everywhere and we generally find them. So um doesn't matter the fields. We're ready and raring to go. Beautiful. It's uh, If you haven't already, you'll have seen we've done a preview for Friday night as well. Check that out uh, for Mooney Valley and Canterbury. But we'll kick off and I've got – we just talked off air and I've got Roundwick open as well. That's right. We're going to start at Flemington where the rail is true and the track is good. All systems go for some good racing actually. And we're kicking off with a 2,000-metre benchmark 84. This is one of the not-so-good racings. I uh, lost a couple of chances here, and I'm going to let you open the batting again. Yeah, not such a bad race um, in regards to the market and the chances in this race. I'm going to stick with El Sol Adido. I've been uh, all over it the last couple of starts, yep. and there's no reason to jump off at this point in time. Uh, doesn't win by a lot, but seems to know how to find the line and find it at the right time. So i uh, got the right draw here. Um, can just sit off the pace and um, grind them out and uh, hopefully Jamie Carr can uh, get us home in the first. Yeah, I was all geared up to have a big spiel about this race and then we lost flash feeling and then I just decided Aramco is probably just going to jiggy jog and win again. So... That's why I've gone. D-Lane will control it and be hardest to beat. El Solido will either run it down or it won't. Uh, I think that sums up the race pretty, pretty succinctly. We'll move on. Race two is the benchmark 70, 1100 metres for the three-year-olds. And I am, no, it's not just open one, benchmark 70. doesn't matter because I'm tipping a three-year-old. And that's Ouroboros on top. Uh, last time in, it ran cylinder to a nose. And... Cylinders now are going to be running around in the Lightning Stakes. Three trials to get prepared. The last one was its best. Uh, rode the pace and won there. I think it pushes forward. And I don't know how many chases there are. I thought I'd, if I was going to find a danger, I thought I'd find Chester Warrior. But I'm probably choosing to read too much into that crappy trial since its last start. And the rest of these are midweek horses. If this has any ability, I think it should win. I think Four Laws 40 is a good price. Uh, Beaver. Yeah, I tend to agree with you here. I think the four dollars forty does look a good price. Does have to carry the sixty-one and a half first up, but it is over the eleven hundred. Gate three seems to suit, and uh, Froggy knew it. So I'll probably take it um, out of the gates and look for a forward position. You're right. This is largely a midweek um, field. I thought the main danger was plus fours. Um, Comes off a, a sort of a month uh, let up and had one well at Pakenham prior to that over the thousand um, at very short price against probably a fairly mediocre field, but it did. Um, and if you a couple of links by Miss Chrissy um, before that, so might be the one if it's going to push the favourite, um, it might be the one. Yep, and finds Lane, who just seems to cast a bigger shadow than ever over most of these races down south. Uh, the third is an 1,100-metre Talendert Stakes for the two-year-olds. So we're up the straight here. And what do you reckon? Tough, tough race to get a line yeah. on here. I think the the favourite is the favourite because it's apparently one 
on a drop out uh, fairly convincingly. Yeah, it was let off the leash um, and, hard to know. and took off. So Yeah, hard hard to get a guide on that, but um but Moody and Coleman uh, stables tend to have the two yards up and going early here. So I think it got the main danger. I was just thought um, something like the number four uh, from the Waterhouse bot stable. Um, I think it's an interesting runner. Uh, first start at, Cran- at Canberra, uh, come from middle of the pack for a Waterhouse bot horse. The one pretty easy. Uh, it's pretty skinny, $1.20, um, and comes straight here into one of these quality type races. That's a good little pointer for me. Close to double figure odds. I thought that might be one to follow as well. Yeah, I've put on top. I just looking for a bit of value because there's a few, well, because there's a half field of first starters. And I didn't, obviously, it was an impressive trial, the moody thing being let run, but we've seen plenty of that. Uh, I'm just sort of taking the narrative that that stop in Canberra was a, a day trip on the way through. Just stop in and get some prize money. It's arrived here. It, uh, nine bucks. They just haven't put a foot wrong every time they've rolled a, a, one of these horses out. So nine bucks, we'll find out. And I'm gonna have something small on Little Stirrer, who I liked going into that debut. I just never was on the track. Has gone back and trialed really well again. And at twenties, uh, is worth some thought finding the outside fence. But uh, smallish bet race there. Next up, we've got a benchmark eighty-four mile race, and. I've decided, well, the first point is I've decided is that Who Dares will beat all the locals home and it's whether or not the two internationals debuting here are good enough to beat it. I actually have gone for the longer price of two in Up and Under, who lightly raced horse, placed in a group one over there. And uh, I like the way he just sort of cruised around the outside of a couple of jump outs at Flemington and finds D-Lane. So at six bucks, it goes on top. Uh, Who Dares, as I said, is the tried and true it's going to be on pace and going really well uh and i guess we'll watch and learn about this other uh circle of fire the other international but could be buried back and i thought the jumpers were just okay what do you think of this race I thought you summed it up quite well but i'm going to stick with who dares so i do yeah. think it's the best of the clearly it's just sort the of the safe the bet here, eh? and it's probably just the safest bet here it's flying at the moment um Ran a nice race behind Jimmy Star last start, um, who's untapped. And the other two, it's just hard to get a line on their form. Um, and they're coming here. They'll be looking for further, both in the top yards, which is, is a good pointer, but one stuck on the inside. One's going to probably go back. Maybe who dares might be just a bit nippy down the Flemington straight first up for some of these. Excellent. The fifth is all our old mare mates here, 1,400 metre. Philomare's Group 3 Tresity Stakes. We should just, this should be sponsored by Yulong and be called The Waiting Room as they'll just wait to be become broodmares because um, we've seen lots of them. We know what we get. Uh, pretty obvious, I thought, to find Wish All Out on top. She's just sort of the, the queen of B grade. She'll be in the right spot. She'll be on pace. The trials were good. All her runs last time in were great. Just got stomped in the end by Pride of Jenny. Um, how do you fold her? She's going to be, you know what you're going to get. And I put sparkle in because I'm sick and it's 50s and the trials were let run last time out. And she'll be on pace and it'll count for a little bit in a race like this. Uh, obviously, Revolutionary Miss will just be the lurker in the exact right spot for Mickey D. Main uh, main danger to the to the fave. How have you seen this? 
Yeah, I've gone for Wish Little Lass as well. Uh, pretty bomb proof this horse. One six from nine. Uh, last start uh, wasn't far behind uh, Pride of Jenny, um, who's quality. So resuming here goes okay. Fresh going to be the hardest to beat from the draw. I thought Eternal Flame uh, third up here was the main danger. I'll be saving on hit. It was uh, super impressive last start. And I think it can uh, go on with that. And I think it's got plenty of ability. Race six is the Vanity. Three-year-old fillies over the 1,400 metres. Who have you come up with? Yeah, good race. Uh, tricky race, this one. Pretty open race. Went for a little bit of value here. It's hard to line up some of the form. I went for number 12. Is it Luzika? Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Uh, only had the two starts. Uh was in the market on debut and ran nicely there, sort of sitting on the pace and then uh, won at short price. It's uh, breaking its maiden at Geelong last start. I think there's uh, a lot of improvement uh, left in this horse and um, I've put it on top uh, as a bit of a good each-way chance. Uh, the resuming Molly Nichols probably looks to be the class horse of the race um, given its... Efforts in some Group 1 company when last in work. Uh, resuming here, just kind of see, again, sort of the 11 and 12 gates for Molly Nichols and infatuation just um, had me a bit concerned. So that's why I've sort of got around those. I'm tipping Molly Nichols it, uh, because I've always had an opinion of it. The trials were good coming back, played around in a couple of trials, never really let off the bit. Was Jamie Carr, was Jamie Carr on this one earlier in the day? Am I going mad? Anyway, Mellon's on so. it now. I thought Jamie Carl was on it. Anyway, Ben Mellon's on it. He'll eat. That's fine. No issues there. I'm hoping for intent, though. I don't want it to be out the back and running home. Uh, it was good. Last prep. Then it, had to the, it went to the Atlantic Jewel and was not really given every opportunity. Hit the line well there. It came to Sydney. Might have been a bit a step too far by then, but does have upside. That said, I've been potting the two-year-old and early season three-year-old form for a bit now, so maybe fresh blood is best, and that's where I don't think you're necessarily wrong with um, Lujica, uh, obviously resumed with a, uh, a nice win there. And Donegal, same thing, came back and was, was quite soft through the line winning there as well. So maybe those two are the smarter options, but I'll, I'll give Molly one more go, just uh, give it strength. The CSA Stakes is next, which is the boys' version, 1,400 metres I am going with a fresh form here. I'm going with the Targo. Uh, two nice wins. Trial since was magnificent. Ben Mellum again. And it's just going to be in the right spot from gate three. Uh, a couple at a price. I know this is older form, but Ambassadorial will be on pace in his 30s. Keeps getting forgotten by the market, but always seems to run well. Bolted in a trial recently when it was let roll up front. And I might have something small on Amur as well, who... Uh, his 30s didn't do a lot wrong. Only had one rough run at the end of last prep, and the trials were fine for the uh, Godolphin trials. So I don't know if the stable's quite with us at the moment, but um, two at a price and fresh blood for me here, Beaver. Yeah, um, I'm going to go Riff Rocket. Don't doze off on us. You're going to get $7 too many runs. What's that? Don't doze off on us, you're right. No, no, no. I'm oh, talking yeah. away, mate. Um, listen up. Uh, <laughs> now I've got Riff Rocket on top here. Right. Um, probably dozing off from the garbage you were speaking just then. Uh, some of the horses you're picking. But anyway, 
Um, move on. I'm not wrong yet. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I just don't think you're going to get this price, this horse again, this preparation. I think um, if it doesn't win here, it'll be flying home. And I just don't think this is overly strong um, field. Uh, I know Otago's won two out of two, but not sure that not sure the quality of those races and. Um, King Colorado, likewise, only won two of its eight. Riff Rocket, we know, is a quality horse. Um, yep, it'll be looking further than 1,400, but I'm hoping fresh it can run well and uh, there's enough pace on, which is always the danger in um, Melbourne these days. But mm. um, clearly the best horse in this race, so I'm going to back it at $7. Cool. The feature is the Group 1 Black Caviar Lightning Stakes, 1,000 metres up the straight. Imperages, eighty. does it interest you? $1.90 now, I think that's good odds. Okay. Can't, can't understand why it is. So you're tipping it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, mate, at $1.90, I, I just don't understand why it's not shorter than that. Um, because of the, that last trial where it went like a slug. Yeah. And um, doesn't go for like a slug very often. And uh, don't worry about trials with horses like this. They come to the track and they put their best foot forward and they're hard to beat and um, can't see why it won't be hard to beat again. Joe Pride does love beating the world's best sprinters and uh, I'm tipping private eye. I'm, I think it had a great prep last time out. Finds Blake Shin, middle gate, could even lead here actually. Where's the pace coming from? Cylinder maybe and the astrologist. So... Can get to camp five bucks. I'll find out. But uh, yeah, if Prince Jerry's. So, can yeah. I ask a question? Of course, worried about Imperatrix is a dollar ninety because it trialed like a slug. First trial this. Time yes, in, I know you're going to say. Private but... Eye finished ten lengths behind Queen of the Wall in its trial. Yes, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Um, the second one was okay. So just I'm just a bit confused. Along. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. Still four lengths off them, but uh, anyway. No, you, you're right. Um, I, I wish I'd seen it. Trial better. Uh, I'm just talking shit. I'm going to move on. Uh, Imperators wouldn't surprise me. I, I think that's the race. I, I don't think three-year-olds can Shouldn't. win this. It's uh, the best sprinter in the country. World. Uh, race nine is the Elms <laughs> handicap. We've got... Um, well, here we you go. don't want to take nearly even money yet. Good on you. Hey, we might get... If we get better than even money, you've got to find out, don't you? The, even $1.90. Fair enough, Bea. Fair enough. You, I know you're going to tip at your best and all that stuff. The ninth is the Elms Handicap. Okay, it's the best at a dollar. Well, okay, what's about dollar fifty, Jimmy Star? And it'll win two. Okay, you're going to take a dollar fifty. I don't want to take a dollar fifty. I'm not not um, not saying I would, uh, but this is an average race. Jesus, there's not there's not much in this race. It's going to give it a hell of a lot of trouble um, if it's any good. Should be taking care of these. If it's not, uh, it's nowhere as good as what they think they are. So I think this is a good stepping stone up to a listed race against Kabling, who's a Sydney horse that, um, <laughs> while it might have ran reasonably well, uh, struggles to win a midway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there or thereabouts. Crosshaven will potentially a fair amount of time since it's won a, a, a race. Uh, leave me out of it. So Jimmy's should be a dollar fifty and uh, should be winning. The each way play here, away from the favourite, is not an option. 
going really well. Crossed the line last time out with Ayrton, Buffalo River and Yonts, and that form all looks pretty good now after Buffalo's run and Yonts winning. Uh, get yep. to Mickey D, get to camp, right spot to run a place for you if you want something away from the favourite. Uh, a, a bit of a watch on way, uh, well, well Wall, who's now just had the one run back, first prep for Waller, <laughs> tipped straight out in his 30s. Nice trial, smashed a jump outfield. So, you know, if you're going to have anything away from it, maybe those two are place. But, um, yeah, I know what you said, Beaver. Just asking the question. Uh, the last is a benchmark 84, 1,400 metres, where, again, this favourite feels a bit short leader up in grade. Uh, not without a hope, definitely. Uh, but I'm going to have each way player on his Bonneville. I thought that was a great return last time out. Crossing the line there is we swooping down the middle of the Roundwick. Uh, Roundwick? Flemington track late in the day. And second up absolutely flies. And just because, again, I'm a sicko, I might have a small each way bet on Aaron Bay. Uh, but predominantly he's a Bonneville. If punch lane drifts, I'd probably entertain it as a bet. What are you thinking? Yeah, I thought you're probably right. Six to four is probably a little bit skinny stepping up into this company for the first time. Um, it's what, you know, benchmark 70 up to an 84, carrying 56. But I just think this is a really progressive horse. Yeah. Um, gets the right draw here. Zara Freeman combination. And again, a um, bit of a bunch of horses that like to sort of scream next start and... Um, they generally don't uh, perform to that. I thought um, a one at really good odds was the top weight, Poland. Um, thought that was his best run for a while, resuming there at odds. Um, again, um, could run well. Uh, mm. Doesn't win very often, but uh, a knockout chance at 20 odds. Um, but, yeah, I've got and, um, yeah, well, 13 Bed, on top. Well, Bedge could can, can get those tried horses going. He's, got, he's um, quite good with them. So, in regards to Poland. Yeah. So, so fair comment there. Uh, do you want to have a crack at your quaddie? I'll have a crack at the quaddie, mates. Um, all good. So we're starting off race seven. Uh, and I'm going to go number one, Riff Rocket. Number three, Run Harry Run. Number seven, Otago. And number nine, Vidad. In the second leg, race eight, I'll go number one, Private Eye, number four, Imperatrix. In the third leg, I'm going to stand out number 12, Jimmy Star. And then to finish off, um, hopefully uh, uh, we will probably need a little bit of value. I'm going number one, Poland. Uh, I'm going to throw in number eight, Janalia. Yeah. Number... 13, Punch Lane, and number 15, Helix. Beautiful. Your best in value at Flemington on Lightning Stakes Day. My best is, I won't let you down, race eight, number four, Imperatrix. I think it's going to be hard to beat. And I'm going to grow race six, number 12, Luzika. Lovely. I'm going to make my best three-year-old there, race two, number one, Ouroboros. And race 10, he's our Bonneville, number nine. That can bring us home in the quaddie. Let's not private eye. Not private eye, no. No, it's okay. not about you. Um, we'll have a schooner on today for our Frothy's draft. Why not? The uh, what are you, you got anyone to plug? What do you do here? No, not really. Just Good. plug me, plug you. I don't not talk about Literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's, getting, 
It's getting tired now. You can't. Uh, I do love you, but not that much. Don't let me back it. All right. Uh, Ramwick Rail 4. It's currently a good four. Uh, I don't know even what to do with the weather these days. It was supposed to be dry last week, and I stood at the pink constant torrential rain. So um, I think there's five to ten mil coming. I don't think it's worse than soft. I'll treat it as a, a decent track. Rail 4, I think the last time it was there was uh, late last year, and it played slightly on pace, but I think if you look for the best horse, you're going to, on a card like this, you're going to not go too far wrong. We're going to kick off with the Coolmore Piero Plate, 1,100 metres, and a very nice two-year-old, two very nice two-year-olds step out here. Which way are you going to go there? I'm going to stick with Switzerland. Yep. Uh, both both good horses, uh, both got plenty of potential. Wouldn't be surprised if either one won, but Switzerland on top for me. I think Switzerland's Waller's slipper horse. Uh, it ran time last time out. It was very impressive. J-Mac jumps on. The horse that it towed up won last Saturday. I can't remember his name. Carrie Ennis or something. Castagna. Uh, it'll be very, very hard to beat again and is a live player as we head into the next few weeks, in my opinion. Uh, Shangri-La wouldn't. This could be a case of Shangri-La getting it too easy up front and maybe getting away with this, but once we get the grand final, I'll definitely be thinking those colours might be a, a real show. The second is a 1,000-metre benchmark 72 midway. And the only horse I could entertain here is Delexo. Had the win two starts back in this grade. Went and chased Akobi Sun last time. Wasn't knocked around late there. Back to a 1,000. Nash jumps back on and comes to a field full of provincial horses. Um, has to be a live chance. I couldn't really find much else. Lady Shenanigans hasn't been given the best of chances of last time out, but Jet Stanley's still on it, so I don't know why I even mentioned that. Now, that's it for me. If I bet here, it'll be the one. Beaver? Yeah, not a race to get overly excited in. Um, I picked the eight, Marshall Magic, resuming here. Goes yeah, okay. all right first up. One, two out of three. Uh, so it does its best work there. I'll uh, have it on top. We've got the highway up next, 1,800-metre class three. I've got no idea. For the sake of a tip, I might oh, oh, put this way. In PCTC, I'll probably put uh, number five, Like a Storm, in Tim Clark outside gate leading. But I've got no idea in this race. You got anything? Don't want to let you down, so I'll go 13, Brook Cafe. Okay. Why? Oh, yeah, now I know why. Do you want to move on? <laughs> yeah, move on. <laughs> All right. 1,300-metre uh, benchmark 88 is up next. We're recording late, everyone. I apologise. Uh, Tashi versus Windchat. Which way are you going? I'm going Windchat. I like this horse. Um, got, some, got some ability here. Great first up. Um, that was a really good win. Put pay to them pretty easy there. Gate four, I think it gets the right run here and my clear on top. Yeah, I guess so. I think Tashi's alive. I think Tashi's come back well as a live player. I just think Winchat probably just gets it completely its own way up front. So if it does, it'll win again. It has to, you want to see it put uh, a couple back to back and now has to come to Roundwick. The only concerns, hasn't done it on a, a big track yet. So that's a slight knock, uh, but two numbers for the early quaddy and we'll move on. The fifth is a 1,200-metre expressway stakes. And all we've got to talk about here is if you want to back Bunos Notches or not, in my opinion, top horse, Everest class, group one, Galloper, 
uh, it'll debut here and win Nash on. Uh, Golden Mile can run a place. Trial was good. It always seems to be forgotten. That's about it for me. Anything? Nothing. Nothing to add. I'm going for number four as well. Uh, class horse here. Uh, King of Sparta was good um, last start, but um, yeah, this is a different level. Yeah. Uh, the six is the Triske Stakes for the four-year-old mares, group three. Uh, well, I, I knocked those other ones down south, but that's a better race than this. Uh, have you got anything you want to entertain? Pretty open race here. I've gone for number four, Cess Magique, uh, resuming here. Just thought it could run well. Um, racing some pretty good company when last in work behind the likes of Imperatrix, Benedetta. Um, that's that's good uh, form lines here. Trout and Cranbourne brought up here. Uh, could be the hardest to beat. I'm, I'm putting some mana on top. I think it's just come back airborne. Chased a Royal Merchant, who's a decent horse. Went up the Gold Coast and smashed him up there. Back here, Jay Collett, Middle Gate, and a, you know an average field. So I'll put it on top. But like honestly, I gave thought to just tipping Miss Fabergé a pace in this race because this, I don't have much confidence about the rest of them. Penthouse will run well again just because it'll be in front. The race seven is a fourteen hundred meter Apollo Stakes, and look, first up, last time out, fourteen hundred meters, Fangirl. Beat Think It Over. I assume history just repeats again here. They'll be the two going elsewhere. They'll both run well. I think Attractable can run third from gate one leading. Uh, yeah. Didn't have a lot of interest in militarise. I think Fresh sniping is it's probably its only hope to win a race like this. So that's all I'll say. But I, um, as I said, I've done with that three-year-old generation in open company at the moment. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Fangirl clear on top for me. Uh, 220 is a good price. Uh, if you're going to back it, Get on now, you won't get that later. Race eight is the Light Fingers, 1,200 metres at uh, Group 2 level here. Three-year-old fillies. They're all back again. They've all, they all know each other well. Who have you found? Yeah, this is a really, really open race here. Um, lots of chances, lots of talent, lots of good horses. Um, I would have had learning to fly clear on top pick. Uh, gate 12 does worry me a bit here. Uh, I am still going to go with it. Uh, just love the horse. And I think it's going to be super hard to beat here. Just probably needs a little bit of luck in running. Uh, main danger, the four, Mumbai Muse. I think it can run for well first up and gets the ideal draw here. Um, it's uh, definitely the sniper and uh, hard, hard to beat as well, so I'll chalk out on it. Learn to Fly is the only horse here that could end up being a star. We don't know how good it is. Fell on the slipper. The The trial was sensational. Coming back for this, it, it is mapped last on the Racing New South Wales maps. As you say, might be a concern, but might round them up in three strides and bolt in here. So at the price, I have to find out. Still, You're still getting four, four or 40 plus. It's on top, and I agree. Mumbai Muse now, it's broken through twice. I think the penny's dropped, and I think it has kicked on a little better than we've seen from some of these. So I've seen it the same way. Um, really keen to see her back to the, sta to the races because... Uh, she might run through and put a few together on this same. She'll be meeting the same lot for the next six weeks and we can make some money from it. Race nine, a mile benchmark 88. Uh, and I'm going to stick with Estadio Mastella. I was with her last time out, sat outside lead and won there. I think drawn gate two now could, I think it will, it's mapped to lead, can push forward with Louvois and control this and that sets up perhaps even slightly better. 
forgiving built. Just never got going last time out. Uh, couldn't really get into that race. And gate one, I'm hoping there's more intent from Tommy Berry. I don't want to be too far buried back. So I'll make it the danger at double figures. Uh, yeah, that'll do for now. There's a few that go on the quaddy. What do you reckon? I've gone for the number 10, Louisville, from the Wallace mm-hmm. stable. Blinkers I think on. it's form yeah. this time in. It's been, uh, yeah, blinkers on. Uh, wasn't too bad last start. Uh, comes back here to the 1600. Um, I think that'll suit it better. Hopefully there's a little bit of pace on. And uh, if there is, it'll be the one finishing on. From the other Waller horse, Logan Street Lion. I think it can run well. That'd be the two I'm looking for. The last is a 1,400-metre benchmark 78. Who are you looking for here? Oh, God. This this was really hard, except um, last race beyond. I think you've got to go with Thunder Lips. I've got it on top. Um, second up, it's third up here. Second up was a good win over the 1,200 um, at odds. Uh, now it's broken through. I think the, out of the 1,400 here suits from the inside gate gets the right draw, and I think it's got to be the hardest to beat. Yeah, I didn't mind it as a chance. Uh, I'm going to tip the other thing on, on top uh, as my best, actually, but I thought it was a, a good price at the midweeks last time out. Leeds here uh, is a live chance. I think the other live chance, well, the market's found its time quest. Had a it put together some good stuff last prep. Had a double wraps trial first up, then was led off the chain second up in that trial and uh, at the second trial, I should say, and was very impressive. I think can resume well here. And it might be a good day for Matthew Smith. It's They're the only two I'm really entertaining in the race. Uh, so I'll leave it at that. Uh, the quaddy from Ramwick, first leg, will go with one think it over, five attractables, perhaps a knockout, and eight fangirl. But if you just want to go fangirl, one out, more power to you. Second leg... Suppose I'll put Tiz Invincible in. Don't really want to. Three million learning to fly. Four Mumbai Muse. Nine Arctic Glamour, and eleven Kind Words. Third leg. Two Mission Phoenix. Five Estadio Mastella. Nine Miracle. No, not Miracle Spin. Ten Louisville. Twelve Built is what I meant there. Uh, eight Louvois is one I'll put into my wider quality too, just because it'll lead. And we'll come home with eight and nine. Time quest, Thunderlip skinny up there. I might throw Starman in just so I don't have Nash against me in the last leg if we have a couple of splits riding on it. My best is race four, number five, Buenos Noches. And tricky card for value. As I said, race seven, number five, attractable, perhaps a place is a, is nice value there. And maybe Miss Fab J a place because uh, she's flying now. What do you reckon? Race seven, number eight, Fangirl is my best bet, um, and my value race nine, number 10, Louisville. Beautiful. What's happening up north? Yep, before the uh, battery on my yeah, we'll get it, get out of here computer quick. dries. Race one, number one, Hidden Wealth. I think we can get off to a good start at Mooney Valley. Uh, race, oh, Mooney Valley, Eagle Farm. Race four, number five, Black on Beauty. I think it's going to be super hard to beat, and... My other one was race five, number 14, Stella Lady. Awesome. Just recapping the two from John at Newcastle. No markets up yet, but race one, number five, Dagon. And race five, number one, Wymark. We've lost the beaver. Thank you, guys. Subscribe. Help us get the new channel back up and going. And hopefully a few winners for everyone. We'll see you all next Tuesday night for a midweek preview. Good punning. Bye.